Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live.
Shalom, 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 shalom. Once again, you're not under the sounds of the voice of your brother, Tajadah, coming at you through the spirit. And so, again, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another talk show, radio show. Um, myself, Tajadah, and... Brother Shenador, I'm pretty sure he'll be on pretty soon if he's not on just yet. Um, and maybe even the brother Eliezer will be tuning in tonight to this talk show radio show. Um, can everyone in the room hear me? Um, let's see, East, East Maryland, can you actually hear me? Could you yes, hear me I can. Yes, I can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Just want to make sure I'm coming through loud and clear. So as usual, um, <clears throat> we're going to give people a chance to get in the room. Um, so I would like to actually start off by giving the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel according to the Bible. Um, when you read the Bible and get a proper understanding, the so-called Negroes in America is a tribe of Judah. The so-called West Indians is the tribe of Benjamin. The so-called Haitians is the tribe of Levi. The so-called people that's actually referred to as Dominicans is a tribe of Simeon. And the so-called people that referred to in Guatemala and Puerto Rico is a tribe of Zebulun when you read the Bible and get understanding. The so-called Puerto Ricans is a tribe of Ephraim. And the so-called Cubans is a tribe of Manasseh. The so-called North American Indians is a tribe of Gad. When you read the Bible and get proper understanding. And the so-called Seminar Indians is a tribe of Reuben. You read the Bible and bless, they have a proper understanding. People in Argentina and Chile is a tribe of Nephitali, our brothers and sisters of Negroid descent from Colombia to Yahweh is a tribe of Asif. And last but not least, the so-called Mexicans is a tribe of Issachar. When you read the Bible and you get a proper understanding. So tonight, we, we have a pretty power-packed show. I know a lot of people that actually tunes into this. Um, many of you, you're looking for things on the law, but all laws, I'm going to start off by saying, all laws come from the laws of the Creator. So if you don't have these laws down and you don't understand the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Heavenly Father, you will not understand man-made laws because man-made laws came from the laws of the creator. So all laws, I'm going to say it again, I'm going to say it slow, all laws, not just some, all laws is subservient to the laws of the creator. So if you don't get the laws of the most high down, as many people don't want to do, they do not want to follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the most high. You want to live how you want to live, so many people live wickedly. 
And so tonight, we're going to discuss lust and pleasure, because there's a lot of people, you know, you can't do right because you are a victim of lust. You are a slave to lust. You can't control your lust. Many of you, you've ruined otherwise good marriages or relationships because you can't control lust because you're operating on a lower level of vibration. And you're, see, the first thing that you've got to admit is that you have a problem. There's many men out there. You have a problem with porn, and some of you are so wicked that you actually talk your significant other in the partaking in these evil practices of watching porn. Now, many of you, you you'll say, "Well, nothing's wrong with it. Nothing's wrong with it, Tyler Doc. I can't um watch a little porn. That's a lie." Because did not Hamashiach, the one that you call, the one that you ignorantly refer to as Jesus Christ, said that if a man look upon a woman and lust with her, he's already committed adultery in his heart. When you're looking at porn, are you not looking at naked women? Yes, you are. So you're already committing adultery in your heart. And then the book of James 1 verse 15 says, Then when lust hath conceived, that bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, it bringing forth death. What is death? It's not talking about the average, the, the, the obvious physical death initially. Your first store, stage of death is separation from the Most High, Yahweh. That's the first stage of death. Because when people separate from the Most High and you're not under these lower statutes and commandments, that's when you begin to sin. And that's when you begin to die mentally and spiritually, and it's the physical death that follows thereafter. So when you read the book of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, it talks about a people, it talks about a valley of dry bones. And this valley of dry bones is talking about a dead people, a people that's mentally dead, a people that's spiritually dead. And I respectfully tell you, brothers and sisters, you're those dead people that the scriptures are losing, uh, alluding to. So the book of Hosea 4, verse 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And since you have rejected knowledge, the Most High will also reject you. So how have you rejected knowledge? You rejected knowledge by, you know, when you when you think that, it is logical. When you think that it is rational, when you think that it is not an abased thing for a man to lay down with a man and a woman to lay down with a woman, and you see no wrong in that, that is when lust has conceived. When a man becomes a homosexual and a woman becomes a lesbian, licking on another damn woman's vagina and letting a woman lick her and putting on a fake penis and Man, this is wickedness, man. And so the whole earth, wickedness, has spread it abroad through the whole earth. And you know what's sickening about this? Is that you don't see anything wrong with that. Many of you will literally say you was born that way. Well, if you was born that way, it's because this wickedness was passed on to you through a wicked mom or a wicked father. That's the only way 
that you was born that way because the scriptures are very clear. And the scriptures, you, you can't find nowhere in the scriptures justify with the Bible a man having sex with another man. Justify that with the Bible. You can't do it. It's not there. Justify with the Bible that, you know, you could actually be a woman and then you go and you have sex, you know, with another woman. You think that's normal. Don't you know that according to even Esau's system, they used to actually classify, you know, people that was um, homosexuals and lesbians as a mental illness? It just shows you how wicked Esau is. Now he's going right against the very system that he had actually set up. Why? Because he know he has but a short time to stand. And then it says, you know, the devil, because he knows that he has a short time to stand, in Revelations 12, verse 12, the devil is coming down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he has but a short time to stand. So his time is almost up. But you, you, keep, you keep prolonging, you know, this destruction and the second return of Hamashiach because you keep sinning. You keep sinning because our people do not want to do right. Our people do not want to live right. Our people just want to sin and just wallow and live in sin. You don't want to live right. You don't want to do right. So, you know, um, Brother um, Shenandoah, um, um, you damn, I'm going to let you take over um, um, for a minute while I, you know, get me some scriptures together here on this topic, lust and pleasure. So you can go ahead and take over for a minute, good brother, and then, uh, you know, I'll come back in. All right. All right. All right. So, um, so we're at a point where, you know, in our society that uh, where those things that are sane are looking sane and those things that are, well, those things that are insane appear to be sane or norm and those things that are um, sane uh, are opposite, all right? We're topsy-turvy. Like Tazadot just said, it used to be uh, considered a mental illness under, you know, Esau's system, but now we're at a point where, you know, it's being accepted. You know, they they got their own political parties. I know I, from my own research, I know since 2012 that um, they've been trying to collect and gather their resources, meaning their you know their money and their talents together, so that way they can pass in Congress. So that way, um, you know, homosexuality in a different you know, forms of it is considered an actual race. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we're definitely coming toward the end. And you're going to see, uh, you know, according to scriptures, you're going to see great wrath, you know, because uh, like you said, the because, um, you know, the devil knows he only has but a short time uh, left. So you're going to see things that take place, or we already have seen things that take place, and great, you know, anxiousness, stuff being passed, you know, in the middle of the night or on a uh, on a Sunday where nobody is really uh, in office and getting things to be passed in a public policy and, 
and things like that. So it is very important, you know, people that uh, that we stay, you know, trait. It is very important that you understand what prayed up means. That means you got to deal, we have to deal with ourselves first, lest we be tempted and we become just like them that we are trying to pass the message along to. You know, um, it is what we're fighting against. So when you are praying, when when you are, you know, going into your secret place and you're girding up, because honestly, I'm not sure if you guys understand, but, you know, the time of prayer is a time where you, you know, you get, you, you armor up. That's the only way you're going to be able to overcome whatever it is that tempts you, whatever kind of wickedness that you may have to you, whatever, you know, thorns you might have in your side. The time of prayer is the time in which you gird up your loins and you uh, program your own mindset and you get your faith together so that way you know how you need to move outside of that time. So, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why uh when um when when God was dealing, Yahweh was dealing with um with Yahshua from the old testament scriptures under uh Moses and, and with Aaron, you know, we said uh study the book of the law day and night, let it not depart from thy mouth. Um he also he ends in that area and he says it many times that the fight the good fight of faith. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why it is a good fight is because you will always win, even when it seems like you're losing. In some in, in the sense of okay, you actually making a conscious effort and you know, you trying to um you changing your habits, you know, you increasing your prayer time. You see that, you know, you have weakness in in this area and so that's what you need to do, that's what you need to work on. You know, it's you you guys would be really surprised when you're a little bit out of balance, you know, the the devil or the way I, I the way the creator set it up, you know, that's the avenue in which um, you're going to be attacked from, and and it can be, you know, it can be an an ideology that has absolutely nothing to do with your level of weakness. So let's say, for example, let's say you do have a problem with lust, all right, but you happen to be really, really good at uh, at at recalling scriptures. You see what I'm saying? So let's say you don't even mess with dang on uh studying the scriptures as much as you do studying law. So you put more time and effort into studying the law and you could be in a general conversation or in passing and someone pricks your intellect in an area in which you might be weak at and you kinda get in a sense of awe. 
hopefully this ain't going over and you know anybody says but you you're getting a little a sense of awe you know you got a young a man if you're a woman or another lady if you're a man and you know they stay and and they and they you know they grab your your curiosity your intellect because they it seems like they may be more knowledgeable in, in the area where you you know feel like you might be weak at and that's really where that's really where you have to be most vigilant and the times in which you feel very comfortable around other, you know, people, especially the opposite sex. Hopefully, hopefully, I made that I made that clear. But uh, but that's really that's just that's just how I've experienced it works. And I've had to bring you know I've had to bring myself back. You know what I'm saying? It could be in general conversation. You know what, how people are. And the way they communicate, they try to get they they when they get comfortable, and you have a, a sense of feel like you need to you know agree or affirm or affirm them. But during those times is where you got to be most vigilant. The people that you let in, you know, closest uh, you know um, to you, and those that might prick your intellect or even possibly pull on your emotion. But those are the times where you're 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 the weakest. You know, um, but we have to deal with ourselves first. We really have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. And any time that you don't, you uh, lay yourself open to uh, to trickery. You give yourself up, as is written, to a reprobate mind. Well, God gives you up to a reprobate mind because you tell yourself one thing, but yet you continue to do uh, something else, and taking advantage of uh, of of grace, but it is serious. So, I mean, if you guys don't, well, what the best thing to aid in overcoming any kind of uh, any kind of weakness is being honest with yourself first. You can't be in denial. Even it doesn't even matter how small the so-called uh, weakness or not as much of a strength that area might be, especially when it deals with lust, because it is on the lower level, but that, that's, the, that's your most basic form. So no matter what, to be honest, if your spirit isn't up, uh, that's, that automatically, you know, takes hold. It automatically takes hold. Let me pull up uh, some scriptures here right quick. And um, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I usually speak from uh, personal, you know, experience and the things that uh, that I've that I've been through. So for me, one thing that had me bound for many, many, many years from the age of uh, nine to like twenty to like twenty one, and I was in the. I actually used to be in the same in the same trap because when my uh, when my father passed away, I took to the street, and what I learned or what I was taught was, you know, a measure of a man is like how, you know, he deals with a woman. The whole providing part never came about, depending on how strong you was and how you deal, you know, with the 
how he dealt with the opposite sex. So it took me until I was about, I'm going to say a good, about age 20, no, 9, 20. So I, like, I really, I fully had to let that go. But, I mean, in between that time, I mean, he had all types of crazy imagination. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just going around, just chasing females for the sake of, you know, for the sake of the chase with no, with no purposeful end. You know what I mean? And, uh, and porn happened to be part of that. I learned through reading um, that, you know, that, that's a form of spiritual witness. So from the age of about, what, 16 until I was 21, not really having clear, you know, very much, you know, guidance, but just dealing with it and, you know, overcoming it, staying prayed up and, and increasing my knowledge and, and looking at the history you know, of that. So for everyone under the sounds of my voice, you know, right now, um, it is best that as you continue to deal with, you know, any kind of spiritual wickedness that you have in you, uh, research those in the scriptures and not not take our work for it. Uh, you know, let uh let what we speak to you tonight be the catalyst to get you and look in the scriptures yourself. You know, that is that that is key. Increasing your knowledge and, you know, in the scriptures and um and, and that and that's really that's really it. If you if you're the type to have that that's just obedient to God, because that's really the platform that we that we're coming from, you know, thus saith the Lord. If that's not enough, then I mean it's we really it's not a whole lot else that we can do to help. You know, but you got to increase your knowledge in Scripture on what on what uh, Yahweh says about you know about these things about this uh, about spiritual wickedness. And nine times out of ten, we've all had to deal with it at some point in time. Everybody, and with when you are going through it, you still you you might have the feeling like. Like you by yourself, or or it's only you. But I'm telling you, it's not. Everybody has to, you know, gird up your loins like a man. Everyone has to, you know, bring your own body into subjection. But once you do that, and you're on the other side, you know, the reward is is far greater and much better than the journey that you had to go through to get to that point. And my computer is not is not behaving right about now. I was trying to pull up uh trying to pull up some proverbs. <coughs> Back to the doc. Who's that good brother? I was saying you back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, go ahead and come in. I'm I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, with that being said, you know, you know, the brother spoke very well in spirit. So, you know, I just want to say this. You know, a lot of people out there, they have a problem dealing with lust. And you don't want to satisfy the most high. You want to satisfy your pleasure. You want to satisfy the carnal man or the carnal woman. So tonight we're going to deal with it, Brother Shannon Dua. We Tonight we're going to deal with lust and pleasure. 
Um, I believe the brother Eliezer may be on also. I'll let him come and put some scriptures down also. But we're going to talk about lust, pleasure, and smoking weed. Because a Negro, I'm going to hit you with something, Brother Shanador. A lot of Israelites, not, not just people that's not in the truth. You've got a lot of wicked Israelites that try to justify smoking the weed, just like the Rasta. Oh, the herb is from the earth, and so on and so forth. Okay, just because the herb is from the earth, the Most High did not permit you to smoke it. Because when you change the natural use of something, it has an adverse effect. It has a different effect. So when you turn that into an intoxicant, it has a different effect on your brain. And it goes straight to the bloodstream. So we're going to go into that. But the first thing we're going to deal with is lust and pleasure. Now, for those of you that do not know, America is like a spiritual Egypt. She's like a spiritual Sodom. Hey, what was going on in, in the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, Brother Senator? It was, it was five cities of homosexuality and lesbianism. All kind of sexual wickedness was practiced. Orgies, any kind of sexual diversion that you can imagine was practiced in Sodom and Gomorrah over in Egypt. You know, you check this out, King. You, 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 got, you got females in this day and age, and I'm going to tell you something, man. Everything that you do, it has a symbolic meaning to it. The things that we do, they carry a vibration. You got women that are cut their eyebrows off and they're drawn back on. That has nothing to do with the history and customs of our people. When you, when you look at the origins of that, that traces back to Egypt. That goes back to Egypt. That has nothing to do with Hebrew Israelites, nothing whatsoever. That has nothing to do with us, man. So, and, and one of the things that they did it is they, they believe that doing so would ward off evil spirits and, um, you know, deal with some kind of demons. So they was invoking some kind of other spirit. So all of you women now that's doing that in, you know, America and wherever else you may be, Trinidad, Jamaica, that is off. That has nothing to do with the nation of Yasha Allah the children of God. So tonight we're going to deal with lust, pleasure, and weed in this city spiritually known as Sodom. So the book of Revelation 11 verse 8, and you can get out your pens and pads because you should take notes because you will walk away um, from this lecture tonight with your heads full, with right knowledge through the spirit of Yahweh Bahashem Yahweh Shah. So Revelation is 11, verse 8, and says, Their dead bodies shall lie in the street of that great city, which is spiritually called Sodom in Egypt, where our Lord also was crucified. Now, how did they crucify the Lord, Brother Senator? They killed the true image of Shah, and they raised up a lie, and then they told you that was God. They, okay. killed, they destroyed the true image of of Christ that's mentioned in the book of Revelations 1 and 14. And then they raised up the lie. They painted this so-called white image of Caesar Bozier, and they told you this is the Son of God. And if you know what the Son looks like, then you know what the Father looks like. So they're basically indoctrinating white nationalism into your mind by saying God and the Son of God is white. So that's the lie. That's how they killed the true image. That's how the Lord was crucified. They crucified the truth 
with a lie. You see, most people don't get these kind of scriptures because they're allegorical, and most people can't deal with that. So you're going to be blessed with a spiritual understanding. Now, it says their dead body shall lie in the street of that great city because our people now, they're spiritually dead. They're mentally dead, and then they end up dying the physical death. So Second Samuel's 23, verse 3 says, the God, you can replace that word God with power. The power of Israel said, the rock of Israel speak to me. He that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of Yahweh. Now, I've got a question for you, Shanador. Is the rulers of this world, are they ruling just, injustice? When you go no. to the court, are you getting a fair trial? No. Uh-uh. They're not being just. If it was just, you would not have people on the street homeless. Why? Because that goes against the God, laws and statutes and commandments of the Most High. And don't you know, man, in the nation of Israel, like when the, the farmers that grew crops and wool was not allowed to glean their fills, they was not allowed to take all of the fruit, they were supposed to leave something there in case a person was hungry and starving. We wasn't supposed to have any of that things in our nation. But now, if you go into Esau's fill, Esau will try to shoot you, man. Why? Because he's not just. But the scripture says in Second Samuel 23 and 3 that the power of Israel said, the rock of Israel, and you know the rock of Israel, speak to me, he that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of Yahweh. Are they ruling in the fear of the Most High? Are they being just because they know if they don't, the Most High is going to judge them? Do you think they're being just, Brother Sanador? No, no. they're not. Uh-uh. No, they're not. Not at all. Not at all. Book of John 12, verse 13 says, now, despite this, you got, you know, you got a lot of our people, man. They're, they're worshiping Esau. They worship that image of the beast. They worship that image of Caesar like he's worthy of praise. And the only man that was worthy of praise was Hamashiach, Yahawashah. John 12 and 13 says, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hasana, Hasana, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. The word Hasana means save now. That's a Hebrew word, save now. So they knew, some people knew that Hamashiach was a Messiah. Book of Isaiah 43, verse 1 says, But thus saith the Lord, who said that? Your father said that. That created thee, O Jacob. Whenever the scriptures say Jacob, it's talking about Israel because Jacob wrestled with an angel, and after he wrestled with an angel and prevailed, his name was then changed to Israel. O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, and I have called thee by my name. Thou art mine. You can't find that about any other nation in the Bible, Senator. And I dare anyone to prove, disprove that. The only nation that the Most High referred to in the Bible again and again and again as his people is the nation of Israel. And no one could call me a liar, man. It's the nation of Israel. So you say, if we're the people of God, then why are we in our conditions? It's because of your lust, your pleasure, and your wickedness. So this is why we're talking about this tonight. The book of Hosea 
6, verse 1 says, come and let us return to the Lord. See, this is the first thing that we got to do, Brother Senator, is return to the Lord. Our women's going to have to stop dressing like harlots, whores. Our men going to have to stop being whoremongers. Because I hit you with something, brother. If the men would not say, oh, wow, man, you look good and all that, when these sisters put on these whores clothing, they would stop dressing like that. If they yeah. stop having the men, you know, oh, yeah, you, you look good, man, damn. And then when she doesn't respond the way he wants her to respond, she's like, get out of here, you bitch. You don't look, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if the men would stop encouraging this behavior, then they would stop operating on that lower level of vibration. Because, sisters, your beauty is supposed to be for your husband, not for the whole world. Many of these women out here, Brother Shenandoah, they leave no room for imagination, none whatsoever. But Hosea 6, verse 1 again says, Come and let us return to the Lord, for he hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten and he will bind us. So the reason that we're in our conditions is because the Most High put these curses on us. The Most High allow Esau to rule over us. The Most High allow all of these other nations to rule over us. Why? Because we won't keep his laws, statutes, and commandments. And lust and your pleasure trying to please you is why you're in these conditions. Book of Luke 1, verse 68 says, Blessed be the Lord, Yahweh of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. It says his people. Does it say the whole world, Brother Senator? It says he will redeem his people. Who's his people? It's talking about the nation of Israel. It's not the whole world, not into the Greeks, not into the Romans, not into the poets, not into the Dutch, not into the Africans. It says his people. We just read who his people were. We read who his people were in Isaiah 43, verse 1. He said, I have called thee by my name, thou art mine. Who is he talking to? He's talking to the nation of Israel. Book of Revelations 12, verse 12 says, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell into them. Woe. word woe means destruction. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and all the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath. This is why things are getting so bad. This is why things are getting so bad, because he knoweth that he have but a short time. So Esau knows he don't have much time. This is why he's allowing all this foolishness. They're promoting interracial dating. Don't you know, man, according to the Bible, not according to the child of God, that interracial dating is wrong? Go and read the book of Ezra. Go and be the, read the book of Nehemiah. Go and read the book of Tobit. The Most High is against it. Go and read the book of Deuteronomy, 7th chapter, verse 1 through 7. The Most High never wanted you to mix with these other nations. And it tells you that he's going to separate you in the last days. As a matter of fact, when you go and read the book of Isaiah, um, the 13th chapter, verse 15, he said, all they do that's joined on to them upon the second return of Hamashiach, Yahawashah, is going to be put to death. You're going to be thrust through and put to death. You're going to be written in the earth. Understand that. And that might sound harsh, but that's what the book says. But they're not teaching you this in church because they're not teaching you truth. So, you know, you know, the book of Jeremiah 17, verse 7 says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. 
So you're supposed to put your trust in the most high, not in man, not in Esau, not in Donald Trump, like you was trusting in Obama. You love trusting in oppression. When are you going to put your trust in the most high? You can't because you're following your lust. You want that Benz. You want that Lexus Coupe. You want this sister, that sister, that sister. And the sisters are the same way, Brother Sanador. They're no better, man. They lust for men. A group of women, I'm going to hit you with something, Brother Sanador. A group of women would get together and talk about having sex with men just like the men do them. But they don't let the men know that. You understand what I'm saying? But only the weak men don't know that. So today, everyone wants sex with everybody. Everyone wants sex with everybody. Sex is good wherever they can get it, as long as it makes you happy. That's how many of you feel. However, sexual immorality is a reason for sickness, disease, um, imprisonment, and so on and so forth. You say, well, what do you mean, Tazadot, imprisonments? Well, let me explain. I'm going to show you what your lust has done, your lust and your pleasure, this is why it's important to control it. Book of Exodus 20, verse 17 says, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thou neighbor's. Now, family, we often follow lust. My brother Senator was just giving a confession, saying he had a problem dealing with it. All of us had that problem at one time. We often follow lust based on beauty. Wow, man, she looked good. She got a bad body and so on and so forth. Or oh, he looked good. He looks fine. And the next thing, I'm going to make him mine. That's what the sister said in her mind. So based on beauty and how handsome they are or things that you see, they may have something material um, or what. And so you start to wonder, man, I wonder what she would be like in bed. And the women are so bad, they're wondering what the man would be like in bed. So a woman will leave her husband because she fell in love with a brother that had curly hair, that had hazel eyes. And that was a smooth talker, a so-called real ladies' man, if you will. So then they later find out, Brother Senator, that this man is abusive, the man don't want to work, the man want to stay home all damn day and play video games. The man won't look after his sons and his daughters. He's a dead beat dad. Or he might even live with his damn parents, and he's 40 years old. Those are just a few examples, and some of you, you know what I'm talking about because some of you sisters, you've dealt with no good men like this. So the book of Sirach, the 11th chapter, verse 2 says, commend not a man for his beauty. Some of you sisters might have missed that because you got this problem, so I'm going to read it again. Sirach, which is in Ecclesiasticus, in the Holy Apocrypha, it says, commend not a man for his beauty. That's because a man is handsome, sister. You're not supposed to go just for that. Oh, he got a nice body. That's a lust. Neither abhor a man for his outward appearance. Neither are you supposed to um, hate a man because he's not the most attractive man. So a lot of sisters are like, I don't like him. He's ugly. But, you know, a man might be ready to take care of her and give her the best life that she could have actually um, possibly actually lived. But she doesn't want him. 
he doesn't. He's not living up to us standards. Um, you, you follow me? For the shared door, he, he she doesn't want it because she this brother is not up to us standards. You understand what I'm saying? So, Sarah, twenty five and twenty one. It says stomach, and this is for you men. That was for the women, because we tell them with lust. Because again, James one verse fifteen says, "Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin." When you start lusting for someone simply because of beauty, it bringeth forth sin. Because you don't even check to see, oh, is he married? Is she married? Then sin, when it's finished, it bringeth forth death. So Sarah twenty five verse twenty one, brother says. Stumble not at the beauty of a woman and desire her not for pleasure. So she's not supposed to be just for pleasure. Understand that, King. Get your mind right. Because the only thing you see, most men, I'm going to tell you, sister, I'm going to tell you straight. And Brother Sanders, you can confirm this, man. A lot of women out here, they see, they live under the illusion that, you know, they meet some guy and say, oh, no, he's just a friend. He's not interested in me sexually. I'm going to hit you with something, man. Anytime that a man gets in sort of some sort of relationship with a woman, given the opportunity, he would have sex with her. Given the opportunity, he would have sex with her, man. That's, That's why right. he's relating to, to her in the first place, and she's stupid if she can't figure that out. Anytime a man gives her something, he's anticipating something in return. And sisters, if your father, and the reason that a lot of you don't know this, is because you didn't have your father in your life. So you're gullible and you're easily deceived. So the man will tell you sweet little words, what you want to hear, and then a couple months later, after he done got you sexually, because once he got you sexually, now he got an emotional connection and he know he could play on your emotions. And so then you looking like mud a few months later. So relationships brothers and sisters, should never be based on sex alone. Relationships should never be based on sex alone. Lust-filled women have often married for the wrong reasons and then end up supporting a broke, unemployed, unambitious, no-good, dirty dog, um, whoremongering man. Understand that. I'm just I'm just gonna keep it a buck, man. I got a lot. Some guys might be saying, "Damn, Todd, the dog, shut the hell up, man! You messing my game up." Now I'm gonna tell the truth, man. Ecclesiastic to rock twenty five and twenty two says a woman, and, and and she start to hate you, man. If she has to take care of you, if a woman has to take care of a man financially, she'll do it for a while, but she's gonna start to not like you and lose respect for you. Book of rock. 25 and 22 says a woman, if she maintains her husband, is full of anger, impudence, and reproach. See, this type of relationships, brothers and sisters, has they usually always end badly. The woman who married for lust has to take care of that man. She becomes angry. She becomes impudent, desiring to get out of that relationship. And some wives have taken out Death contract. You, 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 hey, brother Shenador, you ever watch these um these um cop shows? What is it called? Like forensic files and all of this. Some women are going to take out death contracts on their husband. That's how bad they hate him and get him murdered, man, for the insurance money. 
Oh yeah. You, you ever watch it? Yeah, yeah. This stuff is real, man. This is real. So yeah. Men men also not content with marriages, which, you know, they thought was something else and it was based strictly on lust, often go to work, find a damn coworker, um, or another married woman at work. He don't give a damn if she's married, which leads to more trouble and that has gotten some people thrown in jail and some people often kill. I'm going to hit you with something, man. And I'm going to tell you this, sisters, and I, I, I know you know this, but some of you, 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 haven't, you haven't been raised by fathers, so you don't know this. So you're going to hear it from another man that knows better. So, Sarah, first of all, brother, I'm going to tell you, you're not supposed to be hugging on another man's wife at all. You're not supposed to be going out giving another man's wife at all. Now, some of you sisters, ah, he's too jealous. No, he's not too jealous. It's what the Most High said. We're going to do what the Lord said. What does the Lord say about that, Brother Shanador? Uh, another man taking your wife out to get coffee or to get, you know, her drink. That's off, man. See, that's Esau's world. We're not supposed to live like that because that's setting it up for adultery. So the book of Sirach, again, I'm going right back to the book of Ecclesiasticus, Sirach 9 verse 9. It says, set not at all. That's sometimes set, set at all. It says, set not at all. Set not at all with another man's wife. That's crystal clear. We could stop right there. It says sit not at all with another man's wife. So guess what? If she's married, she's not supposed to be alone with another man. Now, you can like it, understand it, believe it or not. That's what the Lord said. And he put that in there for good reason. Set not. So, Brother Shannon, in other words, if I'm going to your house and I knock on your door and say, um, and your wife answered the door, and I say, is Brother Shannon door here? And she's saying, no, I'm supposed to leave. I'm not supposed to go in. She's not supposed to invite me in and say, oh, yeah, he'll be here 20 minutes. Just sit here on the couch. That's not supposed to be none of that because the scriptures say, set not at all with another man's wife, nor sit down with her in thy arms. So you see on Job's, sometimes, you know, a, a man go up to a woman and they hug each other. When you, when you touch someone physically, man, that's sending off certain signals, man. You know, that's, that's sending off certain um, signals because touch has an effect on people, especially on females. And so you're not supposed to be hugging on them either, sis. You're not supposed to be hugging on her, bro. And spend not their money with her at one. So you're not supposed to be buying her no drinks either. Why? Why? Watch this last part. Least thine heart incline unto her. You start the like her. And so do thou desires, thou fall into destruction. What's the destruction? Because she belongs to another man. And you're about to commit uh, adultery, Negro. And the punishment for that is death. The punishment for that is your salvation. See, some men, some men has also married whores. They, uh, you know, a lot of men has married prostitutes, and they know that the sister is off. And Brother Eliezer, he can attest to that. They would know that the sister is off, and they're still trying to be with her. Me and Brother Eliezer has talked to several brothers, several brothers, and say, listen, brother, she's a borderline personality disorder. Plus, she would sleep around. She is a hoe. 
But the brother, oh, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just love her. He's just trying to make up all of these excuses, hoping that she will change her lifestyle. But true repentance through Hamashiach, Yahweh Shah, by keeping the commandments, is the only thing that could change anyone. That's the only thing that could really change anyone. Book of First Edges, 4 and 26. Yea, many there be that have run out of the rich for women and become servants for their saints. Verse 27. Many also have parents having erred and sinned for women. So you, there's a lot of men out here that go and do wrong things for women. This is in the Bible. This is in the word of the Most High, man. For women. Why? Because a, lot, a woman has a great deal of power over a man, especially if he's weak, man. See, that verse proves that men have died because of women. Men have gotten killed because of women. Men have made mistakes for women and have sinned for the love of a woman that doesn't even really love him. Many men today are incarcerated because they have lost their rights for a woman. They came home and they caught that scandalous hoe in bed with another damn penis up inside of her because she is a hoe. And she knew she was a, he knew she was a hoe, but he tried to turn a hoe into a housewife. You can't do it, Brother Shannon. And, and the same thing works in reverse. She out there working this Negro home, um, won't work. You know what I mean? He, she comes home and he's having sex with another woman in her bed. So people lose it. So men and women alike have come home and found their spouse in bed with someone else causing, you know, someone to actually be put to death. Some people have actually killed the adulterer and the adulteresses. They put both of them to death. So the book of Proverbs, and this is why lust is dangerous, and this is why you have to contain your lust, abstain from fleshly lust. Book of Proverbs 6 and 32 says, But whosoever committed adultery with a woman lacketh understanding. You're a fool. He that doeth it destroyeth his own soul. So this is not a laughing matter, Brother Senator. This is nothing, oh, yeah, I sin. I'll just go and repent. No, this is not that kind of matter, man. Verse 33, A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. So the Most High is not going to forgive you for this, man. Your reproach will not be washed away. Proverbs 6 and 33, verse 34. For jealousy is the rage of a man. Therefore, he will not spare the day of vengeance. That man is going to kill you, man. That man is going to kill you if he sees you with his wife. Verse 35. He will not regard any reason. He, I, man, you don't talk to me, man. You can't talk to someone. He just saw his wicked wife in bed. Um, getting her back blown out by another. You can't, you can't talk to brother like that, brother Shenador. The man just lose it, man. Neither nah, will he rest content. What, what was that good, brother? I was saying you better not. You're going to get struck down quick. Right, right, right. So no amount of money, no amount of gifts will save anyone from the fury and rage that comes upon a husband or a wife that she's their um, spouse in bed committing adultery with someone else 
And it often leads to bloodshed. And another reason on how some end up behind bars. And some people even take it to insanity because they just can't believe it. Because this person was lying to them their entire life, telling them that their entire marriage, telling them that they're honest and they're loyal, and they come and they find this no good dirty dog committing adultery. That means that it, that means they did not care about you anyways. So, you know, this is, you know, and this is going on. It's going on daily, man. It's going on daily. It's going on daily. So, you know, the scriptures say, you know, well, because our people are very rebellious. They don't want to hear this. A lot of people, you know, they don't really want to hear it, but at least they're going to take this vibration back with them tonight. The scriptures say in the book of Isaiah 30, verse 1, woe, the word woe means destruction, to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take of counsel, but not of me. You're taking counsel, but it's not of the most high. Your counsel is from a Jehovah wickedness, from the Rastafarian movement, from a Baptist, Pentecostal, Church of the Latter-day Saints, or whatever it may be. You might be taking counsel from a politician, but it's not of the Lord but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but it's not of my spirit. So, you know, a lot of these sisters, they go out and they get into the crystals. That's not of the spirit of the Most High. You go out, you get into the yoga and meditation. That's not of the spirit of the Most High. You're invoking other spirits that they may add sin to sin. So the Most High said you were already sinning, but you're adding sin to sin. That walk to go down into Egypt. We already established that America is a modern Egypt. Revelations 11, verse 8. That walk to go down into Egypt and acts not at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of the pharaohs. You're trying to strengthen yourself in Barack Obama. Some of you are trying to strengthen yourself in Donald Trump, the pharaohs and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. So you're trusting in America. You're trusting in oppression. You're thinking that, oh, yeah, I get a nice job and I could get out of this thing. I could have anything I want. A shadow, you see a shadow, but is it real? No. Just like you're trusting in the shadow of Egypt, which is more than America, it, it, it doesn't really exist. It's an illusion. It's just like a shadow. You're trusting in the shadow of Egypt, America. Therefore, shall the strength of the Pharaoh be your shame? Barack Obama was already your damn shame. You believed in Obama, running around with your damn bling bling T-shirts, talking about we got a black president and so on. What does it get you? What does it get you? You trust in the strength of the Pharaoh, but that was your shame. And the trust in the shadows of Egypt, you're confused. Now you're confused. You don't know what to do. Many of you don't know what to do. Things are bad. You don't know what to do. I tell you what you need to do. You need to trust in the Lord. You need to trust in the Most High. That's what you should be doing, trusting in the Most High. And stop trusting in oppression. So on, Brother Eliezer, are you there? Yes, Salam, Salam, just listening. Hey, are you... You got anything you want to bring up? Nah, brother, you're doing a good job. Um, it's exactly what you were saying. 
a lot of people trusting in the oppression because they feel like, hey, you know what I mean? I've been working and laboring, and it's all going to pay off, and this nation is going to do right by me. And a lot, I'll tell you something else. A lot of our people, such as Kanye West and his followers, um, that follow everywhere he say, this man said he don't need to read anything about history in order to speak on it. <laughs> and <laughs> he so proudly said he don't even read. And, he, you know, he's making such statements. And um, there's a lot of our people that feel that is that way. So since they don't know the mistakes of their past, you know what I'm saying? They keep repeating right. the same process, and it, it's foolish. So I'm a, I'm gonna go to let's, let's get some 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 of these laws of the Most High. Get some wisdom real quick. And um, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy um, 32, and I think I'm gonna start at seven and go to eight. Look what it says. It's Deuteronomy 32 and seven. It said, remember the days of old. Consider your years of many generations. So when they say consider the years of many generations, it means to learn from them. You see what I'm saying? Oh, this generation messed up because they did this when really they're supposed to do this. And you look at the generations of old and you, and you learn from them. It said, as thy fathers, and he shall show thee, thy elders and they shall tell thee. So this is how you're supposed to be getting your wisdom. This is how you're supposed to be uh, knowing and operating, but we're not getting no scriptures when we're growing up. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't until I was a, a, a full-grown adult where I actually sat down and, and, and got the opportunity to just read scriptures. I never even owned the Bible um my own personal Bible until I was a grown man. And so you got to think about the kids is not being raised up. So that's breaking that other commandment that tell us to teach these statues and judgment to our children as, as they go. So all of this stuff is a, um, is a tumbling effect. You know what I'm saying? Something was missing in the last generation and that one sin in the last generation that never got dealt with, then split into two sins, you know, and then it just it, it tumbles on down until somebody says, "I'm I'm gonna be the one to to stop this. I'm gonna be the one to repent. I'm gonna be the one to change all of this for my for my next generation of family in my house." And um, you know, and, and I'm gonna tell you something else. That has a lot to do with, with the lust problems, too, because when the enemy destroyed us, instead of us looking for what was valuable from an Israelite's perspective, that relationship with the Most High and keeping the covenant and understanding that that covenant would give us all the blessings that we needed. You know what I'm saying? Um, instead of us having those values, we value the nice car. We value the nice shoes. We value the logos. You see what I'm saying? We value the hoes. We value all these things, and this is when that 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 um that covenant come in, because I was sat in front. Of, you know, not me. 
literally, but you know, figuratively, generally, the the most of us as is, is, is youngins would sit in front of a TV set and we see 50 Cent, we see this rapper, we see this one, we see him throwing all this money around while we eating uh, mayonnaise sandwiches and noodles, ramen noodles, you know what I'm saying? And so that... that Thank you, Mike, got disconnected. Yeah, yeah, thank the brother, Mike, got disconnected. So, you know... um. Uh, he'll probably um, chime ch- um, back in. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the next thing, you know, on top of that was, um, and pleasure, the next thing I wanted to deal with, Brother Shenador, was smoking weed. You got a lot of Israelites to try and justify the herb. You got the Rastafarians talking about jaw, jaw. They're just as bad as the um, Christians yeah. saying Jesus. You know what I mean? They, I mean, the, the letter J, man, is not, you know, something that's ancient. You know, that's all more than that. So when, you, when people are using that letter, you know, that should tell you something like that. This person is not really well-versed in linguistics. That's the first thing. And, you know, if you know anything about um, Jesus, that name goes back to the um, Jesus, who was actually, you know, they worship, and which actually goes back to them, like, worshiping the eagle. You know, the bird of the air. You know, um, so you whenever you using that term Jesus is alluding back to that. So the next thing I want to deal with is this weed, smoking weed, the herb. The herb. They said the herb comes from the earth so we could use it. And so when people want to continue doing something, they will look for all kind of reasons to justify why they should be allowed to do it. They don't want to hear the truth, they're trying to block the truth out. They're not concerned about their salvation. They're concerned about how the weed makes them feel. And then some people say, well, it's not addicted. I've seen people that was addicted to it, man. So the book of Genesis, well, we're going to go into it. We're going to go into it tonight, the herb, the herb. Book of Genesis 1 and 29 says, And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given ye every herb, every herb, every herb, Every herb bearing seed. So there it is. The weeds included in that. Is it not, Brother Senator? Which is yes, upon sir. the face of... What was that, Brother? I was saying, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of the herb. So that's all of them. So weeds is included in that. Cocaine's included in that. Heroin is included in that. But I'm hitting you with something, man. When you change this form... How, from what the Most High intended you to use it, it has a different effect. It has an adverse effect on it. Because we're going to find out what he gave us these plants for. And the damn sure wasn't to smoke them, man, or inject them. Every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of the earth and every tree in which is fruit of a tree yielding seed to you, it shall be for meat, for meat. Did it say to smoke, Brother Senator? No. For it me. said for meat. Did it say to inject? Did it say to break it down into a liquid and shoot it up into your veins like heroin? It says for meat. For meat. You're not supposed to be smoking marijuana, man. This is clearly stating that herbs was giving the herb. Because some of them refer to that weed as the herb. This is clearly stating that the herb was given to eat as a meat, not to smoke. You do not, 
Hey, Brother Shenandoah, do you roll meat up in paper or on a blunt? I don't. <laughs> and then you 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 um you eat it like a lamb? No, they smoke it. <laughs> How many people you know roll meat up in blunt paper, you know, in a black and mile or whatever, um, you know, and eat it like they eat lamb? They smoke it. You do not roll meat up in a piece of paper like a blunt and smoke it like you eat lamb. So when you smoke substance, it goes directly into your bloodstream, not your stomach. Do you understand? It goes directly into your bloodstream, not your stomach, and it has a different effect. So you urge that feeling. You urge that feeling to stop. Um, you know, I mean, you, you could stop right now attempting to twist the words of the Most High because he intended it for meat. You see the same way I was eating kale in that restaurant at the seminar? Yeah. By the way, the seminar was just cassette. That's what the herb is supposed to be used for, for meat, for meat. We're supposed to eat it like we do kale, but when you smoke it, it has a different effect on it. it, has a different effect. You know, someone was telling me about, you know, people, I mean, people do crazy stuff. You know, Sister Rachel was telling me about how you know, people was eating damn, um, you know, the um, the salt, that 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 salt that people, you know, put in their um, feet and all of that. They was, they was like um, eating the damn salt to get high, and it was just bugging them out of their damn mind, so it made them want to eat people. So they had several cases of people that was actually eating that damn salt um, that you put, you know, where you soak your feet and stuff in. And they was going right. around the damn city biting people. Yeah, that's it. What was the name of her mother? Yeah, she she that's she's right. I actually got yeah. uh, I got a lot of training on that when I was uh when I was when I was still in the Marine Corps. It happened way back in like 2012. They would give us classes, and they uh they shut down a couple stores around the base because that happened to be the thing where people were grinding up these bath salts, sniffing it, and getting like an adverse effect like they were a completely different person like like right. a literal the real zombie it's, it's ridiculous yeah they was going around biting people trying to eat people man that's sick and that's that's when someone's trying to use something that otherwise may have been used for medicine or food you know, they they go and trying to eat the damn thing in that particular case it was supposed to be used for like a medical purpose or something and they want to ingest it and try to eat it then they turn into a damn cannibal and start eating people so the Most High, um, you know, people got to stop twisting the scriptures to cater to your wickedness, to justify smoking weed. The herb was given to man to eat as well as the animals, to eat. Book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every herb for meat, for meat, not to smoke, for meat, and it will sell. So the Most High instructed Noah to take the herbs in the ark to eat for man and for beasts. Our first diet was herbs, not to smoke, but to eat. Noah and his sons wasn't in the damn ark smoking. They wasn't there getting high. So in the book of Genesis, the ninth chapter, 
is when the Lord instituted meat. Because you got a lot of people that say men is supposed to be um, vegetarian. That's off also. If you want to be a vegetarian, that's your personal preference. Because I'm about to show you right here where the Most High allowed you to eat clean meat. So stop pushing the lie that we're supposed to be vegetarians. That is a personal preference. That's the right. Most High instructed, yeah, he, he instructed Noah to take the herbs in the ark to eat for man, for meat, for the man and for the beast. That was our first diet, but it was not our only diet. So when we go over to the book of Genesis, the main chapter is when the Most High instituted meat of animals for man. Book of Genesis 9 verse 3 says, Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you, even as the green herbs have I given you all things. This does not mean that we're supposed to go out and eat pork because Noah already understood which animals were clean and unclean in the book of Genesis 8, verse 20. We can prove that. Let's prove it. Book of Genesis 8, verse 20. Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean. See that? He knew it was clean. And took of every clean, of every clean beast. Now, this is even before the Levitical laws came into practice about clean and unclean food, right, Brother Senator? So we're seeing that the Most High had already put it in Noah's spirit to know which animals was clean and unclean. Because how would he know this in the book of Genesis? You understand what I'm saying? The Levitical law hasn't been passed yet. Moses That's hasn't wrong. came yet. But Noah already knew the scriptures is very clear. It says Noah, and Noah, Genesis 8 and 20 says, and Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took every clean beast. That means he didn't take any of the unclean. That's not talking about dirty or something like that. That means food that's forbidden. And of every clean fowl and offered burnt offers unto the altar. So he knew the difference between clean and unclean animals. He knew that we were not supposed to eat pork. So the herb can be used for hearing or healing, but Yahweh instructed us um, not to, we're not to consume it to be smoked. We're not to use it to be smoked. Where there's nowhere in the scriptures that justify that. You know, the herb, you know, smoking it, the same thing goes for cocoa leaves. People that go and, you know, get cocaine, you know, you're not supposed to be like turning that into a powder and sniffing it. The Most High gave those things to us for healing, as medicines and as food, not to smoke. But you want to change the form then you get another effect. Why? Because you're niggas. So the book of Psalms 104, verse 14 says, He calls it the grass to grow for the cattle and the herb for the service of man. See, the service that it's talking about now is using it for a medical purpose, Brother Senator, and the herb for the services of man. And he may bring forth food out of the earth. We use to consume certain herbs, you know, to get healthy to get better from sickness. I know you do that, Brother Senator. There's a lot of herbists, herbalists that know how to use these herbs for medical purposes, but you're not to be smoking it. Esau started that, man. You can't find that in the scriptures. Show me one scripture where I say, you know, they want to smoke the herb. So the book of Sirach 38 verse 4 says, 
the Lord have created medicine out of the earth. This is talking about from these herbs. So the herbs can be used as medicines, and he that is wise will not abhor them. He that is wise will not hate, hate, um, hate them, but not to smoke, but to consume. Not to smoke, but to consume. So the curses will rain down upon you just like before for bucking up against the words of the Most High. So don't do it. Book of Deuteronomy 29, verse 19 says, And it shall come to pass, when we hear it, the words of this curse, and he bless himself in his heart, saying, I shall have peace, though I walk in the imagination of my own heart to add drunkenness to thirst. Verse 20, the Lord will not spare him, but the anger of the Lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man. So you can go ahead and smoke it if you want, who the Most High is going to judge you. And all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him, and the Lord shall not blot, then the Lord shall blot out his name from under heaven. It means you're not going to make it to the king. So herbs were for medicine, not to be smoking, and for meat. They are to use to be eating, but you Negroes, you want to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Stop walking in your own imagination. Then you use the term, I'm getting lifted or getting high, because you know in your mind you're not in your right mind frame. That's why you use terms like, I'm getting lifted, I'm getting high. Why? Because it's taking you out of your natural mind frame. So if you keep this up, your name is going to be blotted out of the book of life. The book of Leviticus um, 10 verse 9 says, do not drink wine nor strong drink, thou nor thy sons with thee when thy go into the tabernacle of the congregation. So when you congregate, when you're going to camp and stuff, you're not supposed to be drinking. Least ye die. It shall be a statue forever throughout your generation. This is forever. See, the reason that I'm giving you this verse to show that, you know, it expressed the difference between wine and strong drink, such as um, beer and liquor and whiskey. So what happens if you drink strong drink and you destroy yourself? You perish. Book of Proverbs 31, verse 6. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish. The scriptures are clear. And wine unto those that be heavy hearts. Book of Isaiah 5, verse 11 says, Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning that they may follow strong drink that continue until night, till wine and flame. And verse 22 says, Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine, and men of strength to mingle strong drink. Book of Isaiah 28, verse 7 says, But they also have erred their wine, and through strong drink are out of their way. The priest and the prophet says, Err through strong drink. They are swallowed up of wine, so even with the wine, overindulging in wine, you're not supposed to do. They are out of the way through strong drink. They error in vision. They stumble in judgment. And the book of Ephesians 5 verse 18 says, and be not drunk with wine. So you can drink a little wine, but you're not supposed to get drunk. It's right here. You're not supposed to be getting drunk. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. Book of Proverbs 31, verse 3 says, 
Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lamil. It is for the. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes strong drink. Least they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgments of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink until, unto him, that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be heavy heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. And finally, I got one more scripture. The book of Isaiah five verse twenty two says, "Woe." The word woe means destruction unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. Habakkuk 2, verse 15 says, Woe unto him that giveth its neighbor drink, that putteth thy bottle to him, and maketh him drunk also, that thou mayest look on his nakedness. So some of you men, you get slick, and you try and get a woman drunk so you can have sex with it and look up their nakedness. So even though... The topic was about the herb. I just wanted to show you. You're not supposed to be drinking strong drink either. A lot of you got that problem, drinking liquor and whiskey and all that stuff. You're not supposed to be doing that, man. You're not supposed to be doing that. Understand that. You're not supposed to be doing that. So, you know, only you don't want to smoke your, your herb after hearing this, if that's your thing. You know, you could, t- you could continue on doing that. But if you want to follow thus say of the Lord, you got to stop it. Stop it now. Stop it. Stop it now. Brother Eliezer, I know you got cut off. Um, you got any other thing you want to add before I open this up for questions? Yeah, um, yeah, my call had got dropped. I don't know what's going on my phone. Like, it had dropped one other time when I was listening to y'all. But, yeah, man, um, all that stuff, it, it, it trickles down from, from the generation. And you see what I'm saying? You got... I just lusting out the horse because they seen it in the movies and in the videos, and that's what they think is a, that's what they think life is about, and that's what that type of women they go and look for. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, man, and all of that that you just said is included. You see what I'm saying? The drinking, the 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 uh, misuse of herbs, all that stuff is a part of that lust. You see what I'm saying? All of it is all mashed and mixed together. And that's why when you see these um these rappers, they're always talking about getting high. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It's always <laughs> holes, drinking, getting it's all it's all mashed together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And um, all mashed together to to please that that same one spirit, and yeah, the brother is is testifying about the truth. He said that um, we talked to several brothers that we tried to warn them beforehand about these particular horish women who who was dangerous for these these brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and it wasn't like these brothers uh, were low class brothers. And in their life, you know what I'm saying? But they just was thinking with low-class minds. You see what I'm saying? Because they could have got any other woman. So it wasn't that type of case. But these brothers would choose these these lustful, uh, mental women. 
even after receiving warning and having the idea that, you know, I'm going to be the one to change her, try to turn a whore into a housewife and get his, get his heart broken. And then this is when the, the spirit of murder get on the brother. You know, like he said, come home and a man, <laughs> a man turn her up, you know? <laughs> you know, man, turn her up. <laughs> you know? So then you got a murder case. From 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 a brother who who never had a problem with uh, crime at first, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, most definitely um, in the scriptures um, there was order, and when you read about King Solomon and his son, King Solomon had elders before he did things that he would speak to, he would go to. And those same elders was given to his son when he passed away. And when his son became king and there was a a problem, an issue with the labor force and the Israelites were complaining the labor was too much. Your father put too much on us. Can you lessen the load? And Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, went to those elders so now it's like it's a situation where we're making all these generally we're making all these big decisions but we don't have any counsel of of wise men you see what i'm saying so because there's no counsel the scriptures literally says um you know where there's no counsel the people fall you see what i'm saying and so so yeah man all all this stuff it's the lust of Babylon, and this is the land of confusion. This is the this is the battlefield that we're at. So deception is the is the nuke here. You see what I'm saying? That's the bomb that that gets us. The deception, feeding you this this um storytell life, and then you lo- you look at these rap. I just heard some other rapper. I don't even know the man. Young man name X something. He got shot down today or something. Or last night, uh-huh. and everybody uh-huh. talking about it, but that's the part of the life that they don't put on the screen when you watching the, the videos. You know what I'm saying? You getting gunned down and killed, and you know uh, that's how it is for a lot of these guys. You know, yeah, goes with that lifestyle, man. Goes with that lifestyle. Kind. So it says in Proverbs 15 and 10. Um, it talk about correction. Correction is grievous unto him that forsake the way. And he that hated reproach, reproach shall die. So a lot of these people we be trying to warn, look, man, that, that ain't the sister for you. Look, man, that ain't the life for you. They don't want to hear it because they forsake the way. They're they not looking for the kingdom. They're looking for Esau's kingdom. So what happened? It said, hey, that hated reproach shall die. So he wind up dead somewhere. So yeah, that's that's the scriptures for you. You go into Proverbs thirteen and thirteen, and it makes it plain for you. It said, "My uh, it says, whosoever despises the word shall be destroyed, but he that feared the commandment shall be rewarded." The law of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Good understanding get a favor 
but the way of transgressors is hard. So the Most High is straight up telling you, if you want to live as a transgressor, I'm going to make your life hard. Your life's going to be hard. So you got a lot of these guys who who you see them on the screen, but they don't have no peace of mind. They always look around the corner because they did so many people wrong or commit adultery with so many people, um, you know what I mean, wives. And, and that's the thing that they take pride in. Yeah, I'm so fly. I can just go in and get your girl. But like the scripture said, Brother Red, that man going to see business. LL Cool J, he was one of the ones that's always oh, yeah. talking about that in his song. He's one of the ones that was. I'll take your woman. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you he, he had to watch his back, though. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because that's what comes with that life, man. The scriptures tell you that man going to see religion. If he, if he really was living the way that he was rapping... Man, I'm telling you, them dudes catch, catch that, man, they're going to be seeking vengeance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, nobody want to live like that. <laughs> you can't enjoy your life because some random guy you never met, you don't know his face, but he know yours because you're all over the TV <laughs> and you bragging about what you do. Right. Some random right. guy want to come and hurt you or your family. <laughs> Nigga licking his lips on every song. I'm like, yeah, yeah, take the girl, man. <laughs> Jake, terrible, man. <laughs> Jake, but, but that's that life of death that you was talking about. Well, you got, you know what I mean? Like, like Tupac said, I see death around the corner. And it's like, what's happening? When you, when you listen to some of Pac stuff, that man was telling you he was paranoid losing sleep. That man, <laughs> He was telling you, man, I got all these riches, but I'm losing sleep. I'm sitting, I'm sleeping with guns and stuff. I'm looking out the window, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there ain't no type of life you want to live, man. You want to live. I'm going to tell you what the scriptures tell you. Watch this. Watch what the scriptures say. And I'm going to go to Galatians. See, this, this is what we're supposed to be seeking for, working for. First, first I'm going to go to Romans. Romans, uh, Romans chapter eight. Now look, now look what it says about you see what I'm saying the spirit and the flesh. Romans chapter eight. Look what it says, chapter verse six. For to be carnally minded is death. That's that. That's that LL. That's that. That Tupac. He he see death around the corner. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> For to be carnally minded is death, and they trying to run from it. But to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. So you got that peace of mind. Because you know what? The Most High got you. You see what I'm saying? And if it's your time, you know there's a, there's a, a, a crime laid out for you. You ain't, you ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? You know you right. ran your, your race. You know, hey, it ain't gonna be nothing but sleep to me. I mean, you you ain't doing nothing but uh, 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 speeding up my glory. That's all you doing, because right. you done live and you done fought for the for the for the truth or the gospel or the good news. You know, you done lived that life. But if you know you that wicked dude who done wronged your brother, who who done 
blaspheme the most high, you know you ain't gonna get no spiritual foresight, no protection. You know, you know the the the, the, the brothers you done wrong is coming for you. You see what I'm saying? You ain't living you ain't living you living in misery. So when you go to um when you go to Galatians six and seven it says be not deceived. The most high is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sow, that shall he also reap. And I'll tell you something. A lot of these cats, watch this, that be running running all these holes and running games on decent women or whatever, spitting game, they falling for it. The most high messed around and get that man a daughter and have men doing her like that. And he be all heartbroken and wondering why it's going on. Because you done broke so many other um so 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 you done ran game on so many other men's daughters. The most I said, I'm I'm gonna send that back to his kids. I'm I'm gonna make him pay for that. So they think they got away with it. Yeah, they think they got away with it. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sowed that shall he also reap. It said, For he that sowed to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. See, that's that's that that's that that's when you you sow out there, you don't even know you're right from your wrong no more. You you corrupt that's why I say a corrupt society. You see what I'm saying? You so wicked, all you see is gray. Ain't no up, no down. Ain't no right, no wrong, no left, no right. It's just whatever you feel. Now you corrupt it. But he that soweth to the spirit, watch this, shall reap of the spirit, shall shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. It said, and let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap. If we faint not, that means if we don't give up. If we don't give up. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. So that's talking about people that you see fighting this battle, the soldiers that's right beside you, that's right behind you. You see them fighting the same fight, fighting the same enemy, you know what I mean, on the same army in the same uniform. He said, while you out doing good to your fellow Israelites, to the ones that ain't even um, 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 woke yet, you make sure you do good to the ones that are woke and fighting right there with you. So yeah, man, that 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 lust is gonna vanish when the Most High Spirit get a hold of you. You see what I'm saying? See what the Spirit does is it burns up everything in you that ain't of the Most High. But the problem is you gotta let it burn. You gotta let it work. You see what I'm saying? You you can't you can't resist the Spirit because the Spirit is the thing that's cleaning you up. And guess what? It's gonna frustrate your flesh, but when when you let the spirit work and it remove all of that, you're gonna feel a lot better. Cause 
because I'm I'm further than what I was years ago. Because there was some things I had to let go, and some people I had to let go. Because that's another thing. The the people that you put around you, right? That can affect your spirit. The right. scriptures talk there. Yeah, the scriptures talk about that too. A lot of these brothers is always dealing with lust. You know why? Because they hang around people that don't talk about nothing but lust, lust, lust. They don't do nothing but, you know what I'm saying? Oh, look at this this chick. Look at this joint. Oh, man, the girl the other day. This is what they're hearing. So what is that doing? That's getting in your spirit. That's feeding your spirit. Wherein you ain't you ain't have a problem with lust at first. But now you don't hung around people that have problems with lust so long, now that's your problem. So the scripture says in Proverbs 13 and 20, He that walketh with the wise men, with wise men, shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. See that? So... When when you look to your left and you look to your right and all you got is foolish men around you, you you got some decisions to be making. Cause them foolish men gonna be the very reason why you fall. You know you got some brothers who uh, who are trying to make something positive out of their life, but they hang around a bunch of no good dudes, and then the no good dudes go and do things. And then you guilty by association, you going to get locked up or somebody come bust you in your head because they feel like you supporting whatever this dude did. So, so you got to watch the company. You got to watch your company and you got to, when the most high comes to you, you got to accept that reproof and then clean up and clean up all of that lust. I'm going to get one more scripture and then, you know what I mean, you, you can go into your, um, you know, your question and answer. Um, Proverbs 16 and 3. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Now, that scripture right there was powerful when I read it. I said, man, that's the truth. Because when you busy doing the most high's work, you see what I'm saying? That's just that's that's where you fall asleep to, that's where you wake up to, that's where you committed to. Guess what? Ain't no room for that lust no more. You be done looked up and say, Man, I ain't I ain't had a, I ain't had that problem in how long? Why? Because the most high has established your thoughts. They thoughts shall be established. He took it from you without you even seeing it or realizing. So, whoever's struggling with that, remember that. Commit thy works unto the Most High. Wake up every day, every morning, saying, "What can I give to the Most High? What what carnal thing that's not helping me? I I put that aside, and I replace it with something that that's the works of the Most High." When you're doing that and the most high in your mind like that, he's going to remove that lust. And what he's going to do is 
the righteous things, those are the be things that you're going to be looking for. You're going to be looking for a congregation, right, where you can get some truth from. You're going to be looking for brothers and sisters where you can connect and, 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 and improve in your truth or help them improve in their truth. Your whole mind going to be turned around where nothing going to come out to you except love for your brethren, your people, and building up the Most High's kingdom and preparing your soul for that day. So I just want to I just want to end it with that. Appreciate you letting me uh, speak speak some speak until your come lesson, on. brother. It's a good lesson. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, Shalom, shalom. Um, Rachel, you have anything you want to bring to the call? Any kind of um, questions or anything you might want to add? Any suggestions to anyone that's actually dealing with lust? Shalom, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, actually we can. Actually okay. we can. Okay, good, 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 because last week there was difficulties. Um, well, I just want to add on to this, um, the whole lust thing. It's just not for sexual, like like you all were saying. Um, lust is, is just like a craving for, for things. And when you crave for, for things too much, it tends to take power over you. That's not a good thing because once it could be anything. It could be sex. It can be... Overeating, it can be anything, smoking, drinking, anything that you're craving for is not good for you. Um, but, yeah, um, I just want to add, you know, I've been in a few relationships that's been, like, with lustful men, and it's not a good feeling. You know, instantly I feel it, you know, because the power of Yahweh has always been inside of me, and he always let me know, like, this isn't the one for you. So either you get out of it or I'm going to make sure that he's not going to be around you. So if you keep yourself rooted within the word and in the scriptures, Yahweh will always protect you. If you are true to him, you can't play the sense. If you are true to him, he'll take his time with you. He'll hold you. He'll, he'll make sure that you are good. So if you have any lustful thoughts or or Anything that's that's not of him, you have to pray for it. You have to fast and pray to get it out your mind, get it out your spirit. Because if you're going to try to be in the truth and, and want to be with Yahweh, have him with you, you can't say, well, I'll stop tomorrow, or, yeah, this is good information, but, you know, I just smoke a little bit, or I just drink a little bit, you know, like you're doing it in the wrong intentions, you know, or like, oh, yeah, you know, I look at girls all the time. I'm a man. That's what I do. I look at them. And it's like, nah, that's not the right spirit. You know, that's that's disrespecting the, the, the most high, you know, and you will be judged for that. The, the tiniest, the smallest sin is the greatest judgment, you know, and a lot of us, we, we all had to learn that, you know. And, you know, I just feel grateful because I used to drink. I used to smoke. I used to smoke cigarettes and marijuana and drink, like, heavily. And I I stopped all this, not even six weeks ago, cold turkey. That's because of the power of Yahweh that's within me. He's telling me, Rachel, this is not of you. This is not what I want for you. You're not addicted to it. You're addicted to me. 
So I just give praises to the Most High for that, for having him in my spirit from being inside my mom's womb until this day. Yeah, I'm still struggling with things here and there, but I still have his power within me to overcome things, to take heed to the people who are telling me the things that are right, because we all have these this, this spirit in us. A lot of us call it our gut feeling when you know that something isn't right, but we still do it anyway. You know, like I have someone telling me all the time, stop touching your face, stop touching your face. You know, like you're not listening, like stop touching your face. You know, you're going to keep breaking out. You know, and it's like, okay, I'm going to stop touching my face. So I have to have that rooted in my brain first. Stop touching your face. You don't need to touch your face. You know, and, and it's something as small as that. So if you're going to try to, to, to live right and you want a, a great outcome from Yahweh and, and his marvelous works, you must have discipline and you must have a 100% truth for his faith. You must have all your faith with him. Don't worry about, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, what if, what if I don't do this or don't do that? That's the spirit of worry, and that's not good. That's not of Yahweh. Just put your faith in him. Every, everything, I'm, I'm telling you this, everything will work out in his, in his will. But you can't, you can't ride on the fence at all. You, you have to be truthful, 100% rooted within him. He's not going to do anything for you. He'll let, he'll let Esau and Satan have power over you. And you think that, oh, everything is all good because you think it's the power of your power, you know, because something's going good right now. But it's not because you're going to fall flat on your face. And you're going to say, oh, my God, what happened? You know, and he's going to just say to you, I told you to come with me. But, no, you, you insisted to run the, the opposite way, just like a child. You know, you tell your child all the time, stop doing that, stop doing that. But if you not telling them the right way, why, why you're telling them not to do it, you're just telling them don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, that child's going to keep doing it. I see a lot of parents, they walk down the street with their children on the sidewalk and their children are behind them or in front of them and they have no discipline. Like I have two daughters, a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old. My daughters know exactly where to walk, how to walk, and exactly what to do. I don't have to scream at them or anything because they look at me. They know me. I can look at them and they know better. You know how I many children I think will get hit by a car because their parents are not disciplining them the right way? See, now we have discipline. It's called the Word. It's called the Holy Bible, the Apocrypha. We have it right there. Read it. Take heed to it. Those are instructions. It's a beautiful book. Beautiful. You're going to keep running around, running around and not listening to Yahweh, our Father. You're going to end up getting hit by a car. You do not understand. Like you must understand the things I'm telling you. He is our Father. We are his children. If you are called to be in the truth, it's for a purpose, for a reason. Not for you to lollygag and say, oh, I'll do it when I'm ready. I'll just do half of it or I'll do this. And, like a, and a lot of us sisters out here, like, you're not keeping the the laws and commandments and statutes about the way we dress outside. Like, it's, it, it's not killing me, but it it makes me, like, look down upon the ones out here who say that you're in the truth. I see Muslims out here, they're in, and they're in modest apparel, but they're not walking in the truth. You know, so they're wishy-washy. But here you are, you're in the truth. 
and you make up excuses on why you don't have border blue on the bottom of your of your skirts or why your hair is not wrapped every day. Oh, you don't know how to sew. You you don't know how to put a needle, a thread through a needle and just go in and out? Like, it's simple. If you really want to do it, you, you'll do it. If you really want to, you'll do it. Like, you can't half-step. Half-stepping is failure. Trying is failure. Do it. Just do it. And have faith in Yahweh. And don't care what nobody else thinks and say about you. Because you're not doing it for anyone else. You're doing it for your own salvation. For you. All right, that's all I want to say. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to drop uh, like two more scriptures about the uh, last joint. Um, some some people, um, you see what I'm saying, the scriptures, when you go through Matthew 17, um, the disciples was having a problem um, casting out a, a spirit, an evil spirit that was in this child. Um, in verse 18, and Yahweh shall rebuke the devil, and he and he departed out of him, and the child and the child was was cursed from the very cured from the very hour. Then came the disciples to Yahweh uh apart and said, "Why could not we cast them out?" Yahweh said unto him, "Because of your um, unbelief." See what I'm saying? So that that keep us in the situation a lot of the times because we don't believe we can overcome it. Um, For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it? This kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. So for some of our brothers and sisters, that's how they're going to overcome it. That's how they're going to break it. That's how they're going to break that, that lust or that cycle. They're going to have to fast and pray. That helped me out a lot. When, when, I, when, I, when I needed answers from the Most High real quick or while I'm struggling with something, Fasting and prayer will give you that breakthrough. That's one thing I know. Um, and some of my tough hours and questioning, why is this happening, show me what I'm doing wrong, fasting and prayer will give me an answer. Fasting and prayer would show me myself. Fasting and prayer would, would, would bless me with understanding. And when you look at what, what Moses did on the mountain, when he received the, the, the laws of the Most High, he was fasting and praying. Um, so in, in, in 2 Corinthians 10, uh, verse 3 to 5, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, even though we got this flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We don't fight. It's a spiritual battle. We don't fight like how everybody else is fighting carnally. Verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. 
we got this word. We got the spirit of the most high. We fighting spiritual warfare. But mighty through the most high to the pulling down of strongholds. So that's a stronghold for a lot of people. The, the smoking cigarettes, the smoking weed, those are strongholds for a lot of people. Or the lusting after a whole bunch of different women, whorish women. A lot of brothers got to get that taste out their mouth because that's what they think they're supposed to be going after. And when they see a, a decent woman, they don't, they don't even know how to talk to her. They don't even know if they even want her, you know? I heard one, one guy um, say, oh, she, she, she would be too easy to live with. That shows you the brother mind is messed up. So it says, pulling down of the stronghold, verse 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of the most high. So that's everything that's telling you um, don't listen to the word of the most high. What you just learned, the, the knowledge of the most high that he gave you, don't listen to it. And bring into captivity, so that's suggestion, subjection. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Hamashiach. So that right there is showing you that it's an inward battle. It's a battle within yourself. You got to cast them thoughts down. Oh, the Most High said this. Oh, uh, uh, don't eat pork. Well, uh, what if it's just bacon bits? No, you don't eat it. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't here, here go here go one of them. Oh, don't celebrate these pagan holidays. Don't don't um don't don't do as the other nations do. Right? He tells us that. He tells us, thus says the Lord, learn not the ways of the heathen. But then, I don't know, uh, um, a birthday come up. Oh, we we throwing a birthday party, and here you come. Or oh, I just come for the food. No, you participating in it. You you gotta cast down that uh, uh, that part of you that want to please everybody, because that lead a lot of brothers and sisters in into sin. They want to make everybody happy, so they'll go to a birthday party because they'll say, "I don't I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings." So they'll mess around and be keeping pagan holidays. Because they don't want to offend people that they consider their loved ones. That's why Paul said, "For do I do?" It says, "I'm." It said, "Do I? For do I now persuade man or the Most High, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be a servant of Hamashiach." So that right there will tell you. If you got that mentality to please all men, oh, I'm going to just, you know what I mean, birthday come up, this day come up, I'm going to just be in there. You can't serve the most high because you're going to be busy trying to serve everybody else. So, yeah, um, that's all I want to say. Right, right. I appreciate that. So we're going to go to Mississippi. Caller from Mississippi, our lines are unmuted. Anything you want to ask you to call? Any questions? Any gripes? Complaints um, about any of the um, speakers tonight? Cool from Mississippi. 
Caller from Mississippi, you're unmuted. Hmm. Things to make you go, hmm. Uh, agent from Mississippi Navy? <laughs> Southeast. Oh, Southeast. <laughs> no, this uh, is a uh, smooth. Ain't no agent. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. What's going on with you, good brother? It's long. Hey, slow, slow. What's going on with you, good brother? What's going on with you? Uh, not much, man. Just not too long. Got off work and uh, been tuning in. And uh, oh, all right. My wife been listening for a while, but I just got home, and you know. All right, cool, 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 cool. All right. Okay. Everything's good, brother? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Just getting back. Uh, right. Got back this morning from the conference, and, you know, had to oh, get, okay. get grind early today and been on it all day. But, uh, all right, brother. The things that matter. All right. Hey, Northeast California, you're unmuted. Got anything you want to bring to the core? Um, I just listening in, just looking at the knowledge. <laughs> right, thanks, thanks, brother Loon. Southeast Pennsylvania, yeah, I'm muted. You got anything you want to bring to the core? Uh, amen. Caller from Southeast Pennsylvania, you got anything you want to bring to the core? Hey, Shadowdoo, can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. You're, yeah, you're no, like, no, no one said anything. No. Uh, uh, this guy got a car door. Whoever's in East North Carolina, the car door. I mean, you hear the car door. Hello? East North Carolina. Hello? Hey, what's good, man? Oh, what's good? Hey, Shalom, brother. Shalom. Uh, man. Uh, I, brother, run to the table tonight, man. It was, it was an eye opener to to myself. On what, you, you probably, uh, you was probably in the car, boy. Yeah, you was probably in the car, on the L. Nah, I wasn't even going to L, but I was there, being <laughs> in the right place at the right time on this call because a lot of stuff is all brung to the table, man. I have to the language, but yeah, I, I'm living it to this day right now. And to, to bring a change about, like you said, ain't going to start in one night. But the scriptures that you all talked about, man, was powerful, uh, eye-opener, um, unbelievable. Because it's not just myself, it's others that's out here living that life or doing those things in life that don't hear this side of the scriptures or know these scriptures because I didn't I definitely didn't know none of the scriptures that y'all put out there like um but on 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 other hand uh you talk about the holy what's that the holy apocrypha I don't mean you're saying it wrong. You get what hello? I'm gonna read it. Apocrypha holy holy what? No apostle Okay, where where we asking where is that book at, or how can you go about getting the, the scriptures or uh, the knowledge from that? Where do you go? So, 
what, what the best thing uh, for you to do would be to go back and probably listen to this um, this episode again and just write down the scriptures as he's you know as he's um, you know speaking them, and then you go right, back right. and then you look at it you know look at it for yourself because just to hear okay. us you know and being all for a moment really isn't enough. You know what I'm saying? You got to increase your knowledge and your intellect and the things of God in order for it to stick with you. Otherwise, right. the change is only going to be on the surface. Um, some some people, you can order the apocryphal book on, like, Amazon or whatever, real cheap. You know, some are $10, some are $15. You know, but just type in King James version apocrypha, and um, it should come up. You can you can okay. Google it, and um, you know you can follow along because you got some um, websites that'll let you read the apocrypha or whatever. But um, it's okay. King James version, and those are the fourteen books that was a part of the original King James. And near the um, 1800s, um, they they decided to remove the apocrypha. Uh, truthfully, it had too much truth exposing America and Esau and the things that they was doing. So mm-hmm. they just took it out. They said, we don't need the people reading this. <laughs> they just took it right, out. Right. You know? So it's 14 books that was original. It was a part of the original 1611 King James. And actually, okay. if you can get a old, a very old, it's gonna cost you more than just getting the apocrypha. But if you can get the sixteen eleven original, you'll see that the apocrypha is already included in it. Okay. Yeah. Sixteen eleven King James version. All right. Uh, I got one one question. It's probably outside of everything that you all talked about tonight. Um, dealing with uh, SPC being uh party creditor. Now, if you come to be that, and if you're in the state where I'm at right now, um, in which I'm actually trying to remove myself from the state, could you put or do everything for within that package for that state that you're looking to go to? Hello? Hello? Was that question directed towards me? No, nah, the question is just as in a whole... Tonight is uh, okay. I heard uh, I, I, I didn't really catch oh. it. I, I didn't really catch it. I got booted from the core as usual. Oh, okay. Um, um, what I'm asking is from outside of where you all spoke on tonight, being a uh, secure party creditor, if you're trying to become a secure party creditor, and with that, everything that's going on within that package, uh, uh, are you looking to try to move yourself from out where you're at right now to another uh, state where you may be living? Would you? more you everything that you're trying to do for that state and go under that state that uh, it, it is assigned to or just within the state that you're at right now? No, I mean, if you go to a different state, I, I guess um, you're asking about the secure party creditor. Basically, right. the only thing you may want to do in that state is, um, you know, you could file a um, UCC1 in that state if you wanted to, and then just send the Secretary of State, or you could just send the Secretary of State a notification on record, just notifying them 
that you have some filings, you know, in a different state that you previously lived in, and if they want to look at them, they can have a look at them. Basically, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's, well, that's awesome. just one question I had for tonight, but the rest of everything that you all spoke on, man, made it home. And, you know, like you say, you got to study, as well as change your lifestyle. So, you know, I pray for the most high that, you know, I guess you bring me this way for some reason to uh, catch an eye open at this time in life. So, um, you know, I appreciate it. And it's long. And you'll probably hear from you soon, King. All right, all right, brother. All right. All right, brothers. Stay safe. Yeah, <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see. Who else we got here? Okay. Central Florida. Caller from Central Florida. You... Shalom. Shalom. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I could hear somebody. Oh, okay. The call from yeah, the um, yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, well, I listened to the call, and I, I like how you touched on the, the, the fasting part, you know, to help uh, help our spirits overcome our flesh. But sometimes as, as people walk in righteously, we can sometimes assume that people have the ability or strength to conquer their flesh and their fleshly desires, but we have to also always remember that the Most High has given us a way to conquer these things that seem unconquerable in our life, like addiction. Like, like you got, I was looking online about um, one meal a day fasting. They even have things like that in the fitness world. And you have people that have, sometimes people that are obese, they can go seven days without eating. And they notice after the seven days of fasting, just drinking water, that they don't no longer have a sugar craving. They don't crave the chemicals anymore. You get what I'm saying? So it's just more of a testament to what the scripture talks about. And it also helps discipline our mind and our spirit and put our bodies in subjection to our most righteous part, which is our spirit. You get what I'm saying? So I think that's one of the main things I need to get stressed when it comes to people in addiction, like dealing with addiction. People that if you get sincere about getting out of your addiction, getting out of even losing weight, uh, the food it goes for everything. Because what it does is actually on the physical part, it actually goes in and resets your liver and chemicals that your liver is addicted to. So that's how powerful fasting is, and I just want to remind everybody. That. Appreciate well, that, brother. Uh, All right. All right. Well, it, it, it's real interesting uh, that he, he mentioned those those details because they actually did a study on um, fasting, and what they were saying was if you go without food and water for, uh, you know, three three straight days, three whole days, it says it will it will reset your immune system as if you were like a little a youth, you know what I'm saying? Like your whole immune system will be renewed um after that um that third day. 
Um, and and that 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 um that shows you that the Most High knew what He was talking about. He knows. He knows the body that he, he gave us. You know what I'm saying. He knows the body that he created. We just gotta, we just gotta pay attention and obey it. Cause you heard, you heard about people. I, there was a woman who testified to me about how she had um, cancer or something, and she decided not to go to the doctors anymore. She decided to uh, fast, pray, and she took down all the mirrors in her house so she wouldn't look at herself in a negative way, um, and she just kept her spirit up, you know, singing spiritual songs and things of that nature. In the middle of her fast, she started gaining weight, her weight back, you know? So the most I blessed the woman and, and, and healed her, you know. But um she had to go through those pains of um you know, fasting, you know, and and, and, and not give in to the fear because that fear, that fear destroy you too, you know. All that stuff the most I warned us about. He t- he his son warned us about worrying so much. You know, you you know you can worry, you can literally worry yourself to death. You can get yourself heart problems, send you to a hospital. I mean, it was a guy, literally there was a guy at my job who was sent he he went to the hospital cuz he was so stressed out. He was worried about so much stuff. It literally put him in the hospital. He was gone for like a whole month plus. You know? So um you got to keep your spirit up. And the scriptures talk about how if there are any among you, you know, who is joyous, let them sing. See what I'm saying? Let them sing hymns. Let them praise the most high. Keep that spirit up. So that's a part of your healing too, you know? All right. Go ahead. So, <clears throat> man, fasting and prayer is actually always emphasized in the scriptures, man. Uh, Hamashiach em- emphasized that, you know, you know, this demon can only actually be cast out through fasting and prayer. Um, okay, caller from West Maryland, you're unmuted. You have anything you want to bring to the call? Any questions? Anything that was stated here tonight? Kula from West Maryland. Silence like glass. Kula from Brooklyn, New York. You got anything you want to um, bring to the core? Any kind of um, remarks, complaints? <laughs> no. Anything? No. I like it. I like the show. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, what about East Maryland? Caller from East Maryland. Anything you want to bring to the core? Yes, sir. I mean, p- pardon me, pardon me, King. Yes, sir. Yes, King. Yes, King. Shalom, shalom, brother. Shalom. Um, this, this your brother Yusef out in Maryland, brother. Um, I I had texted you the other day and I showed you I had got your book in the, um through Amazon, the um, Inflictions of Karma. Did you get that text? 
Yeah, text or email. I remember something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you. See. Yeah, yeah, that was me, King. I was blessed, man. I'm blessed. And just to speak on the other kings and queens that spoke earlier, I just want to say peace and blessings. Salam to you, brothers and sisters. And it, it's such a great blessing to be amongst you and getting the wisdom from the Most High. It, it's crazy because like the, like the young brother said earlier, when you actually live in those kind of demons in you, when you when your air lights, when your when your brothers acknowledge, you know what I'm saying, of the hardships you're going through, when you can identify and understand and understand where your where your lower self be residing at, it's like a, it's like an awakening. And like you said previous to some of your videos on YouTube, like once you go through something, when you be inside that box, that belly of that beast, it don't take years, it don't take months. When you know you need to get yourself, get your higher self together. When you when when you want to be in the blessings of the Most High. It's going to hit you right then and there. And through all the hardships you may go through, you know when it's time to make a change. Like, you know, ain't, ain't no time frame on it. The most high going to hit you in the most phenomenal way. And I'm just so, so grateful, you know what I'm saying, that, that just to, to be blessed to because I was actually, um, I went to Esau, you know, was seeking out this knowledge of this contract law because law is contract and contract is law. And these um these, these Edomites was spinning me, you know, it was spinning me. So after I read HJR one ninety two and realized what was what was going on with this United Snakes of America, it really hit me to be like, man, I, I got seek this from my brother. And then actually on YouTube when you put in certain when you put in certain listings for contract law, I was blessed that the Most High sent me the deprogramming light and the like. And when I when I hit it, and when I when I when I when I read the title, I was just like, it took me to the matrix off the rip. It was like the 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 whole concept of being in a a fake reality. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and you hit and you hit it so phenomenally on so many levels. Like, we where that where that energy, where that 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 that, that link that they trying to take out of the whole equation that with that, which yep. is like we're, we're that to give energy to this whole circumference of life period. The most high said he gave everything. He gave everything. He gave man dominion over everything. He didn't say he right. gave man dominion over man. He said he gave man dominion over everything for him, for the most high to say that. So he said he made us in his likeness and his image. So what is that saying? Like what? So, that is so phenomenal, and, and we take that for granted. And when you say be be quick to be twice as quick to listen and slow to speak. Yeah, come Be quick to and, listen and slow to speak. Yeah, that's yes, what the scripture sir. Say. Yes, sir. Like, pardon <laughs> me. Yeah, when, when you elaborate that from the scripture on how they put that, how the Most High put it, and then in Matthew 7, like, I was just, when I'm going through that process, dealing with these kangaroo courts, and they got me under threat, the rest of coercion, they got me under the supervision of the um, detaining of home detention. So upon going to court, my first um, encounter with these kangaroo sham courts, it was, I went in there in front of um, the magistrate, and once they called the docket, I said, I'm here to hear that matter. Mind you, I'm in restraints. So I, I, asked, I said, I want a record for the record of my own. And may you have these officers be more these restraints for me so I can present myself. She totally ignored me. 
So as she as she went into bringing these um this council and asked him, he said, Myron, I'm here to that I'm here to represent. And I say, my own objections. Council was terminated. I do not need anyone to represent me. I am capable of presenting myself because I am man. I am a grieved man here in the flesh, standing here on dry <laughs> ground. And she looked at me funny. It was like, she totally like, she, she totally took, took the direction to the prosecutor and was like, well, council has, or he's in trial and um, he, he, this, this, this has been postponed to another date. So I was like, my honor, I asked on the record for the record, what is your status? Are you not going to respond to me, my honor? She was like, no. I was like, seriously? And then they took me out and brought me back and just say, uh, on the record, they said, oh, he said um, would you like to, um, she, she, she went to grab for a book. I said, my honor, you attempted to, um, confront me with statues or policies, and she put the book back. And then she said, would you like to take the bar? And I said, my honor, <laughs> I can just accept to take any bar behind proof of claim that all my rights are reserved. And then she ain't say nothing else. Then they just, well, this has been postponed to such and such date. So recently I went back in there again. I was totally prepared. They made my docket the last docket with me and another brother that he was going through some mental mental issues, and he took a plea deal. And yeah. once, they called, once they called me, I was like, um, matter of fact, when I came in the room, she was like, I, I was sitting in the angle when the, um, these officers, these public officials brought me in, sat me down, all strapped up with their arms and everything. So I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting in the angle, and she, the, the, the magistrate started to address me. Like, um, excuse me, you can turn around. If, you know what I mean? You can't be talking to anyone. Mister, I said, on my honor, I'm not a mister. I'm a humble sovereign. Here in the here in the flesh, and a grieved man, and she just looked at me with that look on her face, and just <laughs> and just got quiet again. I'm like, okay. So once the this council, the same council that I terminated on the record for the record, came back, and so he's sitting there in the mind. He was sitting in the, um the, on 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 the, on the little bench, and he talking to me. So he's basically speaking as if like, so you telling me that if you 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 are you are sovereign. You you can do anything you want. I said, man, listen to me. You yourself know that you are not licensed to do anything. There's no such thing as licensed for law. You took you have a bar. You have a code. You have a bar card, my man. And I said, listen, on the record, for the record, I am an aggrieved man. If you can show me any contract that obligates me to you, you are terminated. You're not here to you're not here to represent me. And so he got quiet. And then once the judge, the magistrate called us up and was like, we're here to hear the matter of, speaking of, this, this fictitious me. I was like, I'm here to hear that matter, my honor. And I stood up, shackled up under threat, duress, and coercion. And they got the speaking. And I was like, then the um, counsel stood up. And I was like, my honor, on the record, for the record again, for the second time, counsel has been terminated. I am fully, I am, not, I am not an incompetent ward of the state. I do not need anyone to represent me. I can present myself as I am an agreed man standing here in the flesh, standing here on dry ground. Okay. And then she started to yeah, you, was getting them, you, you was getting them on that um, right. dry ground because, you know, they, they, they try and take you on the seat, man. They try and take you on that trip. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like. I'm like, okay. 
So they get to talking. Um, the, the, um, the magistrate get to talking to the prosecutor and get to going to, well, this we offer such, you know what I'm saying, um, Joe Bevins, blah, 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 15 years, or suspended with seven. I say, objection, my honor. Objection. I was like, I, said, I kept saying objection, and then she said, your objection is duly noted. No, she asked me, why do I object? I said, it is my will. Objection. Your, your, your objection has like been duly noted. the thing that I be saying, man. Right. She was like, your objection has been duly noted. I study you religiously, brother. First thing in the morning, last day and night, that's my work, Confliction of Commerce. My book is so I, it's highlighted all the way through, King, like, for real. And um, I've been talking to my queen. She's on, a, she's on the line right now. She's out in Delaware, um, and, and believe me, when I say she, I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed for her energy. I'm so blessed with the most how to bring her to me because I only have this book because of her, King, for real. And um, I told her, I said, baby, once I get up off this thing and I get to get in some commerce, now I mean, getting some, now I mean, judiciary funds so I can get to the brother because I told you, I, I got your back, King. I got your back for real. And um, I didn't even know this was you until you just started explaining your story, man. <laughs> I didn't even know this was you, man. I didn't remember the name, man. I yeah, mean, I talk to so many people named Yusuf, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, King. I, I, I understand and understand, but I know when it's time for the Most High to align our energy, you, you, you're going to be like, oh, that's my brother. Like, I, I'm here. I'm the one. I'm the one like Neo for real. But, um, and what, what, and what she said, when the second time when I go in front of the magistrate, I said, my honor, is this a court of record? And she didn't say no. She didn't say yes. She said something else, and it threw me off. So I was like, I was stuck for a minute, like, okay. Well, what was she saying? I, I, I couldn't recall what she said, but she didn't say yeah or no, because whatever she said, it stuck me. Because I'm looking for her to say, once I say this is a court of record, then I'm looking for her to say yes or no, but she said something else, and it did, I didn't catch it. So I'm standing there with these restraints on, like, what? So then she go back to talking to the prosecutor. And then she says something to address the counsel. She asked him, did you speak to Mr. Um, the public defender, Mr. Griffin? And once she got to addressing him, I said, my honor, on the record for the record yet again, counsel is not here to represent me. I am, I am an aggrieved man standing here in the flesh on dry ground. I am a sovereign, my honor. And so she was like, they got stuck. So they, they, now, now they got quiet. And I realized, like you said, every day in life, life is a court. And you must handle yourself in that court, handle your rock, handle that ball, and go in. And once I said that, I didn't, I didn't go into my conditional acceptance. I didn't go to requesting it. Is there any, um, is there any instruments here for me, to, for me to accept? Is there an acceptance bond? Is there a payment bond? I didn't go into that because once I said that, they automatically went from, she went back to addressing the prosecutor, saying to him, right. I'm saying to him, well, this matter has been rescheduled for in, in August. So I'm like, okay. And then she said something to the, um, the pro secretary, which made me think I must be on something because she told him to keep it cool. So I'm like, why is she telling the pro secretary to keep it cool? You <laughs> <laughs> know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm geeking. So, so I'm geeking. I'm like, what in the? All right, say no more. So they, they not me, you know, you know they, her, these, these public officials, not me, they escort me out under threat the rest of coercion, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, that's what it is. But as I go back into, you know, once you go through that process, you got to turn yourself, you got to get escorted back down to the, um, the central booking and then the other, corp the other corporation 
private private corporation is home detention and all them, they escort you back to your um your living, you know what I'm saying, your your domicile. So I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. And, and 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 I was under the impression that they was trying to leave me there. Like, oh you for real? Like, wow and I'm thinking about how I didn't take full advantage of that court. But as you say, center yourself, show yourself approved and really digest and and just a- analyze the whole the whole process and I realized that I must have been, I must have said something that was effective to that whole process for for it to be rescheduled yet again. And with um with that being said, the private agency came and got me, you know what I'm saying, brought me back to my domicile and I was like, Okay, that that's what it is. Um they uh I was just 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 going through it and I and I and I and I and I understand and overstand now that we are that which is pure royalty. Like all that aphasia out the window, all that acquiescence out the window. And I was talking to a brother, my next door neighbor, and I was asking him like we was I was on I actually I was on the radio on eighty eight point nine and I challenged brother um Brother, brother Muhammad, on 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 eighty eight point nine, I challenge everyone on the radio to get your book, to get the Kenosan um, the fictions of commerce. I challenge everyone to stop addressing yourselves as a brand, stop addressing yourself as as a label. We are that we we're indigenous, indigenous Aboriginal sovereigns, Hebrew Israelites. Like it, it's it's. It, it, it's right knowledge, and you and you notice, and, and I, I challenge everyone to seek out this book, seek out the Deprogram Enlightener, and get this right knowledge. I challenge you all, because all it takes is for us, like this, this commerce, this all the activity that's on this planet, if we all right now, because we our brothers that's in that has the platform that have these court settings, where they can just give everyone the influence. Listen, stop right now. Everyone right, right, stop right, right, like. Right. Like everyone, stop right now and put it in, put it in writing what what we require, and stop addressing ourselves of that which is less than royalty, because sovereign is that which is of authority. And it was just that simple for me. So I understand and understand now that due to the Most High, Yahweh, that everything is a blessing when you when you do away with your demons. And the light that's within you is going to shine through, through and through, and be that which is in court with yourself. Because when you when you really strive, when you really start to do away with them demons, you, you feel your soul. You know what I'm saying? Just 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 start to just start to vibrate on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's just so real because you know that you're doing right. You know what I mean? You, you know that your soul is in line with is that is good. You know what I'm saying? That uh, just just getting away from those 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 man habits of the lower self. You know what I'm saying? When you be hit with so much information, especially especially negative energy, especially negative energy, and it, it, it tries to rock your your foundation for real. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just a whole nother awakening, like being married. You know what I'm saying? Being being let go, being inside that cage. And then you thinking like all hope is at a loss, you know what I'm saying? And then finding out that your queen that you thought that was your A thing, you know what I'm saying? Then then subjected herself 
to that, that Sodom and Gomorrah way of life. You know what I'm saying? And doing some of the horrendous things that we think is cool. Like, I thought it was cool even in my past life. You know what I'm saying? Before I've been with my queen and been with two and three women and this, that, and the third, thinking it was cool, but then understanding and understanding that that's a whole demonic spirit right there. That's a whole nother level. Like, when you when you with a queen, your queen proves to be all about you. And then we take on these libations. You take on these libations. And then you 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 really intoxicate yourself, you know what I mean? Put yourself in a zone like don't nothing else matter and then doing such horrendous things. But when you with your queen, you with that that you are blessed with, you know what I'm saying? And when you drink the wine and you feeling good and you feeling at peace and everything is level, and that's how it's supposed to be. But when you when you when you travel on them other levels, it's it's pure chaos for real. I actually hearing the brother speak and the sister speak and it was just like you was talking to me, like, for real, like, just really thinking that shit was cool. And it's not cool at all. Because it, it brought on, like, when I actually sit back and think about what happened, what was the ramifications after that? What was going on after those scenarios? It was pure chaos. It was, so, it was some kind of evil energy going on that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Being out there on the block. and it, I mean, just, just, just a whole bunch of, of nonsense. I don't want to take up a whole lot of time. I just want to say that. To all my brothers, to you, King Tazadot, peace and blessings to every single one of our melanated kings. Like, they, like with all due respect, they said King Master Musa was the king of the world. How you going to be king of the world and we don't realize who we are? They got an image of this man, you know what I'm saying, holding a piece of gold. How can this man disrupt the whole, the whole African economy, the whole Ethiopian economy by just giving out gold? And how are you not going to know that we are that which is the pure essence of life? He gave us dominion. He said he gave, he made man in his likeness and his image. And he gave us dominion over everything. He gave us dominion over everything. He didn't say dominion over each other. He said every living thing. So we are that which is on a whole nother level other than that which is living. Huh. And, we, and, 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 we, and we truly disregard that. And I know that the time is coming to an end. When Esau and all these all these other energies is is coming is coming down because for you to be that messenger king for you to bring forth what's being manifested now man is is words words don't do it no justice king but I understand and understand that I am the I am I am that which is truth I am that which the Most High gave dominion over so as you said when I go back in front of these kangaroo courts. Aren't you and not equal under the same law? And how you say for the record, stand me once I accept all offers here today on the record and for the record? Is there anyone here with a valid claim against me? If you can show me any instrument with my signature on it, giving you authority over me, then please for the record. If not, then I should be leaving. If not, I demand to be released immediately. And once going through that process, and you know how to go back into it and just, like we said, it got to be in you. If it's not in you, you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to get slammed, dunked, flat out. But it, like, it, the most high don't have that for me because he wouldn't have brought you to me. He wouldn't have bring your energy to me. And all my other brothers and sisters that walk in the same path, he wouldn't have brought it to me. I wouldn't have been blessed with the queen that I have. I thought I was done. I thought, I thought the most high didn't love me. I thought... Family wasn't family. They really didn't have no energy for me, but he removed everything around me for a reason. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm so grateful. And I'm not, I don't take nothing for granted. If someone say, bless me, I'm so grateful. My daughter, just to hear her voice, hey, daddy, she's upstairs now. I, I had her listen to the whole documentary of the 13th Amendment. You know what I'm saying? That's on Netflix. I recommend everybody check it out. It's, it's serious. I mean, and one thing I do, I don't get, I do get it because it's, it's embedded indoctrination. They said how, they, they talk about the, the issues and the problems, and all you have to do is address the issue, address the problems, and, call, and, and acknowledge that which we are. Everyone calling each other black, and that's the main issue. That's the main thing right there that gets the, them not, the, the ones that's in power doing what they're supposed to do, because we're not here to inflict. We, we want to defend ourselves. It's a flat out. We built for this. You know what I'm saying? We're going, but, but we're not. We're not castigating, and we're not bringing forth no kind of destruction, but we will defend us. So all we want is that which is rightfully ours, which is that which is equally supposed to be distributed amongst us equally and justly. Like, come on. This land is plentiful for us to have dominion over. Like, and we have the knowledge to do that. And once they understand and overstand, and once those corrupt, why Shaitans and the, the Vatican's and the Cannons and all that, they get it. Like, okay, look, you know what I'm saying? We can deal with, the, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the few that don't want to follow suit. We get that. But the ones that's in compliance, that's the ones that's acknowledging that which we are, give it to us. You know what I mean? This acknowledge, put it on the record for the record and let it be known. Those that acknowledge that which they are, carry and conduct yourself as such. Like, I watched the video when you got pulled over by the constables and how you let, like, listen, public officer, I do not like your tone. I, I, I am not in compliance with how you're treating me. I advise you get your shift commander and your oval office. I conditionally accept everything. And, one, and once you acknowledge that, and she went back and came back, her whole demeanor changed. She got to apologize to the king. So it's just that simple. Those, like, in writing, put it in writing, those that acknowledge who you are, what you are, you're not bringing anyone any kind of harm. We ought to be treated as the royalty and that which we are. So I'm going to let that be that. I just want to say thank you, King. Like, it's real. Like, when I see you, brother, it's a wrap. I'm going to hug you so hard. I'm going to try to break it back, King. Not, not literally, but, yeah, man, let you know your brother here, man. Once I'm here, man. Thank you. Thank you for all my brothers and sisters. And shalom, man. Peace and blessings to everyone. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, Ken. But I'm going to say this to you, man, before you go. Like, so, I mean, you're doing the right thing as long as you stay doing what you're doing because keep this in mind, and, and you got to believe this. The only reason that we go to jail is because we volunteer to go to jail. If you That's listen true. to the things that these – because these people can't interact with, as long as you stay on that premise that you're just an aggrieved man, what's an aggrieved man? That means you're a man – that believes that some injustice or wrong has been done to you. So as long as you stay on that premise, I'm just an aggrieved man, they can't interact with man. That's what you don't want to lose. They're waiting for you to slip and trying to go into debtor mode. They got to get you to acknowledge as being that name. As long as you don't acknowledge being that name, they can't really do anything to you. And you got to really listen to the words that they're using. Because that's how people get jammed up. Like they say certain words, and then you know one or two words you say wrong, boom, you just created some kind of joinder with the storm man. Now they got you, and the judge be like, get him. So you know you gotta um, you gotta make sure 
that you make a clear distinction between you, the living soul, and that straw man, because that's what they're looking for. Because everything that you're saying has been right, because they're trying to hit you with statues and all of that, but they can't do that as long as you keep saying, I'm an aggrieved man, and you object. Hey, I can guarantee you right now, if you did not object, it would have locked you up. The, 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 the case wouldn't have went on. But because you objected, for the record, I object. Because you're basically saying, no, I don't agree with this. And so most people agree to go to jail, and, and it goes something like this. The prosecutor will go over and talk to their attorney. And, you know, and so the prosecutor tells their attorney, well, you know, he was looking at 25 years worth of life. So, you know, we talked it down to eight years. I mean, come on, we're giving him a huge break here. You know, he would have been doing 25 years. Now you're going to only do eight, and you'll be able to, um, you know, you do like about five years, so you'll be out in five years. And that sounds good to the debtor, so he takes it. He takes it. And on the flip side of that, they say, well, if you take this to trial, we're going to throw the book at you. Anytime they say something like that to you, you know that you really are at an advantageous position. So you can't fool for the okie doke. You can't, you know, when they try and, like, make you some sort of offer, the reason is they're making you an offer because the law is the law, right? If you've done wrong, why are you going to offer me something that is going to make me do less time if I'm guilty, right? If you know I'm guilty, why are you going to offer me less time? Well, why, why don't they just throw the book at me? Give me the maximum punishment. Because they can only get you if you volunteer to go to jail. So as long as you keep objecting, you should be good, brother. You should be good. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate that, King. I'm on it for real. I'm on it. Thank you, man. What's up? K.O., you, you got anything you want to bring to the core? Wow, I think it was all said said already. I just want to share in on the brother's love from the previous call. You just let it marinate everything that's been said tonight um, through other family members and yourself. So, yeah, just just thankful and uh, sharing in on that energy. All right, no snow tonight, guys. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, brother. Um, yeah, I, w- I was wondering what had happened to you. Yeah, you know I mean. I was like, damn, I wonder what happened to my man. He hasn't been back on the court, man. Hey, I was wondering what had happened to you. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I, I definitely was trying to reach back out. You know how, like, I be trying to do so much, and them demons be busy, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even going to front me with a band up in here, and that's all I got to do is be in here. They, them demons be busy. So once I, 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 I understand, like, what's the date, Tuesday? And it be 11 o'clock. I be like, oh, I missed talk shirts. Yeah. Are you shitting me? I be going through it, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I actually put a timer on my phone, 8 o'clock. <laughs> right now, I was ready, yo. I was not playing with it. So I was sitting outside helping my brother next door, and once my phone went off, I was like, Ew. you know what I'm saying? So I was sitting on the phone, yeah. taking care you know what I'm saying, my loved ones and everything while I'm in here and just waiting for you to chime in. Once you chime in, I was like, yeah, really listen to my brother. It's a wrap. You know what I'm saying, and everybody else, but it's a blessing. But I'm I'm on it, King. I'm I'm on it. When I say I'm on it, I'm on it. I get it. There's no one. There's no no one has authority over us but us. Flat out, mm-hmm. and that's just dick within a nutshell. And I I truly understand and understand with enough with enough of us 
with all the support of even 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 our Edomite cousins. You know what I'm saying? We understand because they have some melanin in them, which is that soul, which they can definitely be that support they support us because we're all one. It's just that they grew up in a different part of this this planet, but we're all one. They lost that which they lost that which we are enriched of. They fell to a lower self that caused them to that once they see that which is love, it's just so much demonic things that's in them that they can get free of. They just gotta have the will to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, it's just that plain and simple like because 'cause I've been around some Edomites Caucasoids then been like treating me better than my own and I understand when my own treated me how they treated me, it was all because that um post traumatic slave disorder and I and it's crazy and they try to switch it up says post traumatic stress disorder. Nah, that's post traumatic slave disorder like when we going through all that torment on them plantations, we can't we can't fuck up Mr. Charlie and all that. We don't like you gonna do something t- tyrannical towards us. So what we can do, we take it home. We take it home and dispersing that towards our spouses, our queens, our, our princes. You know what I'm saying? Our princesses. You know what I'm saying? Not really, not really understanding and understanding where is this coming from. They know, but they don't want to acknowledge and accept it and do something totally different. It's just, it's, it's, and I, I understand, and understand where it's coming from, man. man I, I can't, oh, I can't, I can't thank you enough, G, for real, like, yeah. And I say, G, G, for real, man, like, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, um, up and now, yeah, yeah. I'm muted. You got anything you want to bring to the core? Man, I'm just been being blessed by this this combo, man. Shalom to all y'all in the building. Shalom to you, brother. Talk to Doc. To the brother, man, who just was explaining his situation, man. Um, yeah, man, I'm just been being blessed by the whole conversation, man. I ain't had too much. I was, I, I, I did have some things to say about like the whole little drug issue earlier. I was, I was definitely in agreement with you. <laughs> and, like, like when I was when I was in jail, man, it's like people find anything to to feed their cravings with the drug thing. They was they was mixing mixing psych meds and jelly trying to make fake syrup and it was just wow. crazy, man. I was like, man, I just you know, anytime I go into them type of situations, I just try to you know, only only thing I ever had a problem with was like the marijuana and I I haven't smoked no weed in like about three months. You know, I was I was already in a month a month into stopping that before I even started my vegan hype. You know, so yeah, man, but um. Yeah, that's 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 another uh, issue, man. That that people gotta control, gotta control your cravings, man. And uh, I think Brother Eliezer said something else too. Like he was saying, like when you when you have certain things, you gotta you gotta fast and pray that the Most High um, gives you takes takes that out of your spirit and, and replaces it with something else. And that was how I was getting off smoking the weed. Like I, I when I had the craving, when I had a craving to smoke some weed, I just bust down and hit like fifty push-ups right quick. So working out was like working out was my um my go-to thing to to suppress them cravings. But right, yeah, right, feel, right, 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 right. I feel way better, man. I'm still on my vegan hype. I'm about to cut up this avocado right now. I got my son down here with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's staying with his daddy, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Much blessings to all y'all, man. I ain't had too much tonight. All right, all right, good brother. So, I mean, 
Eliezer, unless you are um, Shenandoah, got some closing words. I'm about to close it down and try and get some sleep. Uh, I'm good, brother. Great lesson. For the senator, you got anything else? Young Singer. The Young Singer's going. So with that, yeah, we thank everybody for tuning in. Um, so hope to hear from you next week. Until then, I'm going to say shalom, shalom, and most high in Christ's blessed. Instacart shoppers, no groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.